morning, everyone. This is the Pillage Pastor, and thanks for joining me for another episode where today we are asking, is your heart hard? Do you have a hardened heart? I don't know. I mean, I think every single day is a little different for me, but we're diving into the scriptures because we don't want to have a hardened heart toward anybody, especially God. We need to stay in tune, soft, you know, before the Lord so that we're moldable, so that we can hear him, so that we can receive his very best. So we're going to dive into that topic today. And uh, I'm telling you, I'm not innocent by any means. That's not what this is about. It's about just, hey, being man enough, bold enough to confront self, confront the truth and, uh, and be available for what God wants to do in our lives today. So with that being said, Village Pastor, let's do this. Grab your cup of coffee. So I've got my cup of coffee this morning. What am I drinking? Dunkin' Donuts once again. <laughs> yep, it never ends. It just keeps on flowing, keeps on giving, right? It's the it's the gift that just keeps on giving all year long. And we're uh, moving right, right through the new year, almost done with January 24, believe it or not. And it's a Saturday. Man, I'm wiped out. I don't know about you. But uh, maybe you're not necessarily listening to this on a Saturday, but that's where I'm at. I'm going to be truthful about all things. I was talking with uh, another pastor who is uh, no longer in the ministry, but we were talking about how whenever we were in the ministry, how, you know, oftentimes you have to always put on a front. I mean, you always have to be ready to go. You always have to be the happiest person in the room, the person who is the most at peace, you know, with with life and circumstances and everything else. And you have to be likable and you have to pretend that you like everybody, right? Well, what's great about being out of the ministry, and we both agreed, is that we don't have to pretend anymore. Matter of fact, we never should have. Like, we should, never should have put on the mask. If you saw the episode that I did, a little rant about putting on a, a mask and what that mask looks like on a daily basis, and it's always a di- could be a different mask every day. Nonetheless, like you put on a mask to do your job, and um, hey, maybe you have to put on a front in order to get things done. And I, I believe that most likely you do. I think we all wear that mask, but you know what? It's wonderful. Whenever your job is constantly to be an example and to be the most at peace person in the room, the person who always has the answers, always has the wisdom, even though you know you, in fact, do not always have the answers. Man, it's great when you break out of that mold, when you're out of the fishbowl, when that little fish goes flopping, jumps out and goes flopping out of that fishbowl, hopefully not gasping for air, oxygen. (laughs) You're out of it and you can be yourself and it's okay. Well, I realize even when making these these videos, when making these videos, you can't be, no matter who you are, you can't completely be honest about everything, and you can't reveal your whole self. Matter of fact, if you revealed your whole self, it might be a little disrespectful, right? I mean, with any one of us, I mean, and you would agree with me with that. And so... I don't know. We're getting back to our topic now instead of going off on one of my tangents once again. But this idea is, today, is your heart hardened before God? Where are you at with the Lord today? 
What does it mean to have a hardened heart? What do we miss out on whenever we do have a heart that is hardened? So I want to take us to the Word. It is Psalm 95, and we'll start in verse 7. For He is our God, and we are the people of his pasture. If you've been in church any amount of time, you're familiar or you've heard that, especially the old the old song, I believe from the 80s, 70s, 80s. Uh, you know, we are the people of his pasture. The flock under his care, thank God. Today, if you hear his voice, don't harden your hearts as you did at Meribah. Don't harden your hearts. You know, and I imagine that God's pleas with us, don't harden your heart. At any point in your life, don't harden your heart. You know, I used to believe, and maybe sometimes I still do, but but in whenever I was in ministry, I felt like sometimes I was like, a relationship with God, I was told, shouldn't be burdensome. And there was a time when I felt like my relationship with God was burdensome. A relationship following God and, and His commands and doing what God tells you to do shouldn't be burdensome. But is that is that true? Is that true? Because Jesus said to take up your cross. I mean, to die to yourself, right? I, I, I mean, ultimately, that sounds pretty burdensome to me in many ways, and yet Jesus said to cast all our cares uh, upon Him. You know, so knowing that God cares for us. But it's easy, even in following the Lord, wanting to be who He has created you to be. You know, live up uh, to that identity that He has for you. He's like, this is the person I've called you to be. For it to become a burden, a work, and, and less of a relationship when it was always meant to be a relationship. And there were times when I felt like it was just too hard even like loving the Lord and following his commands became a, a burden. And even in that time, when I didn't think I was living in sin or anything like that, or caught up in anything, I felt it was a burden to follow the Lord. And I hardened my heart even during those times. So basically, maybe for someone else, it might have been basically where you're just like, hey, I'm a believer. You know, I have a relationship with God. I'm a church attender. I take my, my kids, my wife, to church, and we go to church together. And yeah, it, it's important to me. My faith is important to me. And I'm going to keep those practices going. And sometimes you're like, it feels like after a Sunday sermon, and I realize like these things that maybe the pastor or the word tells me I should be doing these things, and I'm just not measuring up, and it seems like I'll never get there. Like the harder I try to obey, I realize that I'm a failure. Every time confronted with the word, I, I, I recognize that I don't measure up. And it and, and your your relationship with God becomes burdensome. I mean, think of it also kind of like this is in, in a relationship with your spouse. I mean, I've dated as a single guy, like I mean, I've had five, six years of dating life. And um I remember that, well, let me tell you this, like nobody wants to date someone who points out and reminds them of their failures, right? You don't want to be around that person who makes you feel like you just don't measure up and, and somebody who you can't please, 
right? Nobody wants that. And some people even have that in their married relationships where you just feel like you can't make your spouse happy no matter what. They're picking you apart and you love them. You want to stay committed. You want to stay devoted to them, but you never measure up. And so you're always feeling discouraged in that relationship with, with your spouse or your significant other. And so that sometimes in a human relationship, it might look like that. Never measure up. I love the person. I want to make them happy, but, but I feel like I can't make them happy. In your relationship with God, I love God, but I can never make him happy. And so in that moment, in that time, I'm just going to forget it. I'm just going to harden my heart. And I'll love God, but this is just my relationship with him is just too burdensome. And so maybe this is a little out of context for the conversation actually we're trying to have or what I originally approached what I've originally kind of how I've originally approached this conversation but isn't that the way that it is I often joke about how I'll have an idea for what I want to share but then kind of it kind of goes its own way our discussion kind of goes a different direction and something ultimately rises to the top that we should be focusing on and and maybe that's just it is your relationship with God burdensome is your relationship with God and demands upon you, causing you then to harden your heart against Him? Because it happens. I mean, is your relationship, for instance, with your significant other, your spouse, if they are holding you to such a high standard that you feel that you can't meet, don't you ultimately start hardening your heart toward that individual? And again, we can liken that in our relationship with God. But let me tell you one of the reasons that I failed one of the reasons I'm not in ministry today. So getting to that, since this is the pillaged pastor, there's a reason why this show is called the pillaged pastor, right? It's a guy who botched it up, a guy who really tried, a guy who loved the Lord, a guy who felt like, yeah, his relationship with God started to become burdensome. The call to ministry, ministering in a church as a pastor became burdensome because I couldn't measure up. I could never do anything well. And then I'd go home. Great, beautiful family. And yet I went home and, you know, and this is normal, right? In, in the teen years, your kids, like all teenagers, like all of a sudden you're not the hero. You walk through the door and you're like, honey, I'm home. And you're not the hero anymore. You don't have your little kids like running up to you. You know, you don't have anybody greeting you at the door and those little cute little faces and the hugs. You know, as teenagers, everyone's like, yeah, dad's home. You know, there's a time to eat, right? And then it got to a point too where it was kind of like that with my relationship with my spouse. She was busy. She had her own things going on. She had school to do. Man, she had her she had her sport. She had um, she had work. She had things going on in her life as well. And so I couldn't expect to come home after a difficult day, be greeted the same way that I would have liked to be greeted during you know hard times by whether your kids, your spouse, or anything like that. And I found myself becoming disconnected, hardened toward my relationship with not only, if I'm to be honest, not only just with with my wife at the time, but my my family, my home life. Everything just felt like that was all a fog and I was disconnecting from it. I was like, I try so hard and I can never get it right. 
So many people, whether, I don't care if you're a husband, a wife, man, woman, whatever your situation, you don't want to be in a relationship with someone that makes you feel like you don't measure up. That it becomes a burden to make somebody happy. Nobody wants that. And you know what? I still can do that to people. I can be a burden. And I've recognized that. That I, I don't want to be that way. I don't want to be a burden to anybody. Right? And uh, I'm sure not going to take anybody being a burden to me anymore. I'm too stubborn. And uh, there was a time as a career I had to take it. Now I don't have to take it. Right? But a relationship with God... If you thought of it in that context, like I don't want to be in a relationship with someone who burdens me and I'm trying to make God happy. I try to make him happy. I try to obey him and I just keep failing. I just keep botching it up over and over again. No, I don't want my heart to be hardened. But, you know, sometimes that burden, that weight that I put on myself maybe or someone else is putting on me causes me to harden my heart you know tough skin I, 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 I was always told this okay you should have tough skin especially if you're in ministry right as a pastor I was told this by my mentors have tough tough skin but a soft heart it is easy for the heart to be hardened when you take a beating right and left trying to make people happy and you never can Right, trying to be perfect all the time, and you just realize that I'll never be perfect. And in that time, you have a choice: Are you going to give up, Are you going to keep pressing forward, Are you going to live under those restrictions, that law, or are you going to accept the actual grace of God? Because I'll tell you right now, in a relationship with God versus a relationship with a person, you could perhaps go to your significant other, your spouse, and be like, "Man, you always want me to be perfect. I'm not perfect." Every time I'm with you, I feel like I don't measure up. And it makes me want to run away. It makes my heart want to become hardened and go and find somebody who will accept me. And a relationship with God. God, every time I approach you, I feel like I don't measure up. I don't. See, the reason why the gospel, the good news, is what it is, is the good news was God saying, you don't measure up, but I love you so much. Like, you're not fulfilling your, your destiny, your purpose in life. You're not living up to it because of sin in the world. You know, because of... Of, of of your flesh and you go in your own way and I know that even when you want to do what's right you end up not doing what's right but I provided a way for you still to be right with me and you're like oh yeah well, what do you mean like I, I, I am always such a failure I always do everything wrong I can't live up to these perfect standards I'm an imperfect person and on and on and on and God's like I know but that's why the good news is so good that's why the message of my son is so good my son came and died. I sent the word of the word of God became flesh. He dwelt among it, among us, made his dwelling among us. He lived among us, right? Those who were with him beheld his glory, and, and beheld him. He was he was just just beautiful. Something so attractive about Jesus. But his mission, he came literally with that mission to die on the cross to pay the penalty for our sins so that we could be reconciled, made right with God, brought back into fellowship, brought back into union with God so that when God would look at us, he would see his son and he'd be like, my son's perfect. And anybody who knows my son is a friend of mine, baby. Right? Come into that relationship. Come into my house. Hey, you know my son? I don't care. I don't care how dirty you are. I, I love you. you you're, you're part of the family now because anyone who's a friend of my son, 
you know, is, is, is a friend of mine as well. And you come in. And we need to recognize that sometimes the standard that we are like never meeting and always feeling so imperfect and so beat up and so discouraged because we can't be perfect does oftentimes cause rebellion, does oftentimes cause us to harden our hearts, does cause us to run after other things, other relationships, other gods. And you can make a god out of anything. There's the golf god, right? <laughs> I knew someone who basically said, I don't believe in God or I don't serve God. You know, the only God I have in my life is the golf God, right? And Or you might serve the vacation God. Like, I live for vacations. I'm going to work, work, work so I can go on that vacation that I want to go on, like, you know, once or one week out of the, the entire year. I'm going to go and vacation and meet with the vacation, you know, God. Someone else, I mean, whatever it might be, I mean, you could literally idolize and make a God out of any hobby, any passion, any any love. Give your life to and say, life is worth living as long as I have this. Well, listen, you don't know life until you have that relationship with God. And he wants that. And he's saying, don't harden your heart. Don't harden your heart toward me regardless of whether or not it's because you feel like you don't measure up because the truth is is like just recognize you don't measure up but I'm not going to beat you down because of it my grace is sufficient for you I love you when I look at you I see my son because you've received my son as your Lord and Savior and you wouldn't have received my son as your Lord and Savior believing he died on the cross for your sins and rose from the dead and is advocating for you at the right hand of God praying for you continuously Unless you recognize you needed Him. Stay in that place where you recognize you need God. Stay softened. Your heart. Keep your heart soft before God. Don't harden your hearts, you know, before God. Don't, like, get, just be like, you know what, I'm out of here. Like, can I really trust Him? Is He really there for me? Is He really have my best interest in mind? Because sometimes it just doesn't look like it. It doesn't look like it. And we expect God to work within a day instead of work over a season. The thing is, is like you can give your life, it starts day by day, moment by moment, hour, you know, by hour of giving your life to the Lord. You know what? And I've said this before, we are oftentimes are our worst enemies. Is that correct? Right? We're, we sometimes beat ourselves up. We definitely beat ourselves up more than God beats us up. We do, just straight up. But God doesn't want that being down on yourself to lead you into a rebellious state for your heart to be hardened and he doesn't want you to go after other gods he wants you to trust him come to him and believe that he will receive you no matter where you're at today with that being said this is the pillage pastor a little talk that's kind of gone you know gone a different direction maybe a little bit but uh that's kind of how i like to roll with things as i just start talking it out and thinking through it it's like am i rebellious today is my heart been hardened today you know where am i at with that today well hopefully this has been an encouragement to you again pillage pastor grace come down for such a sinner as i and for such a sinner as you